on codeine because my back is rooted. The joys of getting old. Emma didn't just ask me how I rooted it, and I said I just rooted it. <laughs> I rooted it. <laughs> I don't know. It's just rooted. It's just so. fucked. <laughs> just random fucked things. It. As you get older, random things it's going wrong with you. Up. Yeah, but all sorts of stuff wrong with me. You know, let's just have an, have an old lady whinge podcast. Oh yeah. Talk about all the things that have gone wrong with us. Well, yeah. But yes. Well, um, I had a f- an infected foot, so I couldn't run for a couple of weeks. Yeah, so. I can't run at the moment. I've got inf- two infected toenails. It's all gross. Like, yeah, we're just we're, gross. We're Bodies get, are disgusting. Yeah, humans get worse and worse and worse <laughs> as they get older. Oh, no, they're pretty gross when they're young, too. It's ranky. Poop rank. and oh, pee. And, yeah. yeah, everybody's gross. I had a look at my son's um, fingernails the other day and just went, what the fuck have you been doing? They were black. I was like, yeah, go, yeah, go yeah. to a bath right now. I know. I don't know how just, they managed to... Cut cram so much grime underneath them. I know, it's just, just so gross. Deliberately. And I, cut the, I keep them short specifically to stop them from doing that. Yeah, I like, have to cut them to get the... Anyway, let's not go. Yeah. I have to cut them to get the grime Welcome out. to Classically Awful, yeah. an awful podcast about awful how awful our bodies, our bodies are. The cleanest things in our house are our dogs. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the cleanest, most pristine, nice, nicest creatures. At least, and they roll, at least in, they they lick, roll in dead things. At least they lick their own butts. Yeah, that's right, to keep their butts nice and clean. That's right. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, so uh, we, we should... Probably start off by opening some cards. Yes. Your move, I think. This is first, our last packet, the last packet of for season, the one, season and one and two boxes. So if there's nothing in these, we're then gonna cry. Well, no, I'll cry. I'll cry. I'll cry a little bit. Hello, Doglet. Yes, well, you're nice. You're nice and Thanks quiet. for coming uh, to last week's episode where we did a live episode. Uh, so, uh, sorry, I, that literally was the hardest thing in my life. I couldn't watch it. <laughs> I listened to it back and it's just sort of underscored by this little crackle, crackle, crackle from the pop rocks. <laughs> it's really fun. It's meant to it's be. Good. It's good. It's ASMR. It's quite soothing to listen to the sort of episode in the background and the crackle, crackle, crackle. Yeah, do you want me to hold your mic? No, you I'm, I'm determined to do this without giving up my mic. Here, hold on. Okay, I'll mic. hold your mic. I've got <laughs> two mics. Um, and what else has been happening? I'm just trying to think. Um, no, nothing, nothing. Oh, there we go, finally. Okay, no, no specials. Aww. Oh. Oh, they're upside oh, down, Miss Jane. Upside down, Miss Jane. That's a reference to it, but I want to top it. There's, oh, we've got one of the... One yeah, of the a gold, one of all, all the, the cards. crew. We've got the list of cards. Again, that's about the third time I've got So that we one. haven't got all the goldies, have we? I don't know. I'll have to go through. We'll have to do, we'll have to do a special going through them all and putting them together. We've got one from Hostage of a Crimo. Moloch, we have a got that one. good Crimo. He was a good actor. We've got a one, terrible episode. One from Jewel, just Travis and the Mutad. Stephen Mutad. Grief Travis, not cosplay Travis. And one from Voice from the Past, that terrible stinker. That's a really, real stinker, that one. It is awesome. It's, it's Blake in his um, screw top. Screw top uh, lid. Space suit. Yeah. yeah. The space suit that he did before. <laughs> and he doesn't even screw it. He just rests just it, it on. on and, and, <laughs> and then pedals the around a bit. Yeah. Um, and that's with Ben Glind. Cool. The man with the disappearing moustache. Yes, that's right. With the weird beard. The weird beard, yes. Yeah. Okay. Hold I'll, I'll hold it. I don't have any moisturiser or sunscreen on my fingers. Finally, the weather in Australia is better so we can actually walk around without... Yeah, I'm not freezing my tits off all the time. And yeah, all soaked to the skin. And of course, just in time for me to wreck my back so I can't go running in it, which is a pain. Okay, Ganon Cygnus Alpha. Do we have that one? Yep, we've got that one. It's a nice one. Oh, Avon and the carnivorous plants. The fleshy plants. <laughs> the caption is hiding. Hiding <laughs> amongst the fleshy plants. Then you've got Kasabi. Do we have Kasabi? We do. Oh, and we've got all this. Space City. Nice. Yep. 
And Jenna and Avon. Jenna and Avon. In, that's from like the first episode. Yeah, it's the very first episode. That's, that's a publicity shot. I don't think it's actually in the in the. In no, the I don't thing. think it is either because he's it's got, stop. Shot. he's got a gun. What gun is that? That's it looks like oh, it no. looks it looks like a sort of couple um, from an adventure story. Um, oh, you know, it looks like a leading lady, leading man. Yeah. Um, shot, which you know, it's from Spaceful. Anyway, oh, really. Okay, so nothing too exciting, unfortunately. But that that doesn't matter because next, next week, week we get to open the new box. Season three and four. So excitement! But before we um, do that. Yeah, um, we've got to start this week's episode. We have, we have, now, and we need to check the the bot book. Terminations full illustrated Blake Seven, the program guide, the definitive handbook to the BBC TV series compiled by Tony Atwood. Because bot book, bot book because <coughs> we, for whatever reason, because we were too too busy drinking pop box yeah, last we week, we didn't. It. So the keeper, continuing the search of Star One, the crew of the Liberator. We've done the keeper. I know, but I was going to see how lo- lo- much it matched up. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. Visit the planet Gothra. According to Dockerly, the one man to know its location is settled. Okay, there's nothing like what I said, I don't think. I meant to eat the microphone, sorry. <laughs> All right, um, Star One, it is becoming clear that Star One is breaking down. Baby, break down. Go ahead, give it to me. <laughs> more and more planets find their climate control systems failing and major space accidents are occurring through computer errors. Serverland, Serverland at first refuses to accept this but eventually assigns all her resources to the search for Star One. Um, anyway, okay, so there's more. There's more than there's more, more to than there's that. More. We'll have to talk about that ourselves. Yeah, okay. But yeah, that's sort of where it sort of started out. Um, now, what else is happening? Um, uh, okay. Yes, where does this start? This starts. Okay, it starts, and I'm getting my own notes open. It starts with a, a great, a fairly extensive oh, opening it's, scene. It's good, actually, though. I um, like it. With a couple of space models. Yeah. There's, which are not bad. No, they're pretty good. Well, the all carrier is a bit boring, but the Nova Queen is good. Yeah, the Nova Queen looks like, um, it looks looks like, like a, a, big, a Roomba. Yeah, it does look a bit like a Roomba. Um, a big floating cruise ship in space. Yeah. Because how do you say there's 4,000 passengers on it? It's huge, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like full on like a big um, culture type ship. Uh, it's bigger than it's bigger than the en- entrepreneur. It is bigger than the entrepreneur. Um, um, so it starts out with the captain going, um, Nova yes. Queen, Nova Queen, this is, we need to, what the hell's that? There's something coming for us. It's on zero ones, zero Zero, zero, one, zero, zero, yeah. whatever that is, that must be the coordinates of heading straight for us. But yeah, you get a lot of back and forth on the radio of these two ships saying, and then the Nova Queen is trying to tell Central Control to get the automatic freight, it's an automated freighter. It's an unmanned freighter. Yeah, off the course. And um, they're it like just keeps coming closer and closer and closer. And um, and they're like, they're like, it's on computer flight, it's on computer flight control, and they don't make mistakes, so just, it'll, it'll move, don't worry, chill out, chill the fuck out. Of course, um, it doesn't move. It doesn't move. So they they smash in the middle of a space, and um, it's it's pretty fun. The, the bit where they go, it's, it's not going to move. Get out of the way! Yeah. My God, it's too late. <laughs> but um, I can see it. My God, it's too late. Nova Queen, Nova Queen, this is Kelvin Control. Do you copy? Nova Queen, Nova Queen, come in, please. It is kind of what you would think. Anyway, I think that part of the sort of um. Uh, subtext of that is they're relying so heavily on computers yeah, that yeah. human judgment is sort of been overridden. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and then the transpires that this is being all played back to... Although um, this, make, this this begs the question, where's the camera? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the camera <laughs> in space. So, so Serverland and what's his name? Durkham. Durkham. 
uh, watching this. So there's a camera just hanging out in space filming all this happening. Yeah, yeah. And they're watching it back. But anyway. And Dokum, who's this? He's a rather handsome, tall. He's very tall. Is he? Yeah, because he's taller than the guards when he comes in later. Bring, I didn't bring my phone in to look up who he is, oh, that's but that's okay. all right. We, we will have lots. We've got lots to talk about. That would time. involve doing research. So. Um, but he's very tall and he's, he talks, he, he says, well, this is all bad because everyone on the Nova Queen died. But the worst thing is that the drive unit fell on the planet. And, and it went critical just as it crashed to the atmosphere and killed half of a whole city. Yeah, I don't know why I'm laughing at that. But it's, like, <laughs> but it's pretty huge. And like, but the, the nice bit about it, and maybe you want to put this as a drop, like the nice bit is it. Um, do you have a way with words, Commander? Yeah, yes. says, mm, unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a way with words, Commander. Unfortunate. You do have a way with words, Supreme Commander. I'm sorry that was unnecessary. But, um, yeah, um, so they have a little discussion about the fact that um, everything is going wrong everywhere yeah. in, in the whole of the Federation. Um, so there's a whole bunch of stock footage that they show of natural disasters. Like yeah. this is the planet Vilka and it hasn't stopped raining for 30 days and this is the plains of Sunni. And where it hasn't rained for 30 days. It hasn't rained for 30 days. And whatever is the one where it hasn't rained for where what's happened anyway the, the, it'll be some time before it reestablishes yeah, it's snow, itself it's, it's, a, it's snowing on one planet snowing and they're like this is the, the biggest exporter of tropical fruit yeah in in the federation um and like so. you know this is and it's funny because again it's it's it suffers from that big problem that star wars has as well where the entire planet has the same ecosystem yeah um which just doesn't isn't practical from an environmental and you know don't. But anyway, well, it would be un- yeah, unless you're Mars and you don't have an atmosphere or whatever. But it's also it also indicates that every single planet that they that the Federation colonizes is climate controlled, which begs the question: Why the fuck was Earth so grotty then when they yeah. got out? They got out of there. Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't they climate control Earth? <laughs> um, I suppose because they can't. Put, I suppose the reason that nobody's out in the real world on Earth is because all everybody's in those bubble cities. Those bubble cities that can be have everything drugged. It's, and it's possible as well that Earth is totally because it's what eight hundred years in the future. And if climate change has its way, then it's possible that Earth is the least inhabitable planet on the entire yes, that's Federation. Right. They so. have to do an Earth 2 thing and go and find a new Earth. Yes. And we There's need to go and fix it, basically. It's a computer malfunction. He's like, not computers, uh, one computer, singular, very singular. And Serverland freaks. The she fuck says, no, out. no, 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 it can't be, it can't be. And, 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 and it, if you want to keep it, there must be another reason. There isn't. And if you want to keep your job, you'll find it. That's yeah. a really cool And Durkham's on, why, don't, why won't you accept the truth? And she says, well, basically because <laughs> we don't know where it is yeah. and we can't find it to, um, to fix yeah. it. Star One is the most secure installation in the Federation. I know that. Do you know why it's so thoroughly secure? Presumably because knowledge of its location is severely restricted. No. Knowledge of its location is non-existent. Durkham, no one knows where Star One is. No one at all. And and, and, um, and, and it sort of it, it, it cuts off with, you know, Dokum, no one knows where Star One is and then you cut to the Liberator because of course we know do someone know who Star do, does is. know where Star One is thanks to thanks, thanks to, to the, the fool. The fool in the last stupidly boring, awful Bad episode. episode yes. I actually am beginning to think that that's my least favorite I'm beginning to think that that's my least favourite episode out of all of them. Well, but, I was yeah. actually thinking about this the other day and not to drag up bad memories, but um I was actually thinking that it's not as bad. I don't hate it as much as you hate it, basically. Yeah. I don't like it, don't get me wrong, but I think it's got some redeeming redeem, redeeming features. There were some there were some brief moments of good... I mean, the thing is that I love seeing all of those ca- they cast on on screen no matter what. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'd rather see them on screen doing pretty much anything else than what they were doing in that. And there's episode. not enough Liberator in it either. No. Like, you know, that's... Anyway, we've talked about that one. Let's talk about that one. So, yeah, so they, we cut to Liberator and the Liberator's um, shooting off through space. And they're having a good old chat about, about. Um, where Star One is and and um, they're like, oh, you know, it's, here, here it is. It's uh, Genesis. It's riskier than it looks. You know, it might not be that easy to find even though... 
Yeah, it's a big know, area to search, big area even to though search. there's nothing in it. Yeah, um, and it's 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 passed beyond the, the the theoretical boundary of the galaxy. So yeah. it's um, it, which is interesting. I mean, I, I I was going to do some research on this and look up the scientific likelihood of a planet. Or well, a star it'd be on being the edge of the out. spiral rim, you would think. Yeah, yeah. And Andromeda is the nearest other. Yeah. So if you have a peek at um, have a peek at our Milky Way and say, well, this is the point that's closest to Andromeda, then that is it. That's uh, where they are. Yeah. So go and check it out. Somebody yeah, they want to go research. and check it out. And um, oh, I've got here. Kelly says it t- t- tells Villa to shut up, and I can't remember the exact link. Well, at least we'll recognise it when we see it, even if we don't recognise it when we see it. If it's the only thing that's there, if you see what I mean. Oh, shut up. I'm just trying to help. <laughs> and then, um, but yeah, uh, and it's quite interesting because now then you get um, a bit of uh, tension with Avon, who's all like, because everyone's going, we don't really want to go out here. It's yeah, a bit they're, it's, they're like, it's a risk. It's risky. They're you dipping know. their toe in the infinite infinite waters of the galaxy and going, oh, it's a bit cold and chilly. Yeah, yeah, I don't, don't want to go. go. This um, is not Star Trek. We don't want to boldly go. No, because we're we're not well equipped and stuff. Yeah, but um. Everyone gets really shitty and starts going, why are you yeah, why are you mucking about? these knuckleheads? Let's get out there. Let's go, Let's go, go. go. Yeah. And that, that ends up with this really quite great scene, scene at the end of it where Avon just says, And I want it finished. I want it over and done with. I want to be free. But you are free now, Avon. I want to be free of him. Yeah, I mean, yes, I suppose he does. Yeah, I think he does. He yeah. does hate him, yeah. Definitely so hates it's him. Sort of, it's a sort of a love-hate. I don't know. I think that... Sort of a codependency about it as well. Oh, yeah. And I think that um, I think that Blake is really offended by that. Like, he doesn't actually... Because he's, he's one of those sort of affable, nice blokes um, in manner. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I think he's just used to being liked. And, and, yeah. um, uh, and all, uh, the rest of the crew do like him. Like, it's pretty damn obvious. Gan yeah. loved him. Um, Jenna's... Jenna's Vaguely got the hots for him. Callie thinks he's uh, an admirable leader. Villa likes him a lot just because he's nice. But Avon hates him and, and literally just hates everything he represents. And so Avon hates the fact that he depends on him. I that too, yeah. More, yeah. So it's, it's mixed up with his own self hatred then yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. So then it goes back to Space to Command. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and then uh, Blake Callie actually t- calls Blake to task a bit about. Um, why why they're going to destroy Star yeah. One because star, destroying Star One, as we've already seen a bit from the beginning of the yeah. episode, is going to fuck up a lot of places and very likely kill lots of, lots of, lots of, lots of people. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Lots of people will die. Um, and, so and so Kelly's all like, well, many she's people. Sort of the chorus, isn't she? She's sort of reality checking it all for everybody, and she's the voice of reason. Yeah, or she's the yeah, she's sort of picking it through for the audience. And um and 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 Blake goes on off on this sort of egomaniacal um, rant about I have to do it because otherwise I would have been wrong. Yeah, which is just. Such so, it's abuser mentality, it's hubris, isn't it? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Like I have to do this because otherwise I was wrong about that doing I, it. That you were right. Like yeah. otherwise, that's the only way I can know that I was right. That you were right. Like and Kelly's all like, he's the one who's out. dragged them all through this. Yeah, and, um, you know they've all been on their own with him. It's a very interesting because it's quite a calm, sort of measured scene. It, like there's no, apart from uh, Avon going off, I want to be three of him, which is yeah. a bit of a nasty delivery. Um, the rest of it's all just of them going, well, you know what, this might not be the best thing to do, but by the end of it, you're sort of going, shit, they're, 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 they're on the edge. They're falling apart. They're like, resigned to it. But, but they don't necessarily want to do it. The only one who's actually got any motivation to do it is Blake and by extension Avon because he wants to get rid of Blake. And Jen, even Jenna says, we'll finish what we set out to do. But nothing else is, nothing nothing else else is settled. settled. So it's like, 
it's almost like finishing it for the sake of finishing it rather yeah. than thinking it through or, you know, making it up as they go along. I'm a big fan of making it up as I go along. I like that as I like that as a lifestyle, but um, mm. not if I'm going to be a revolutionary. No, I think. it's probably you should think things through a bit more than that. <laughs> I mean, if you don't think things through, you end up like Rose Pierre or, you know, yeah. with, with your head chopped off and your jaw broken. But, um, oh. yeah, oh, so um, we go back to Space Command now. And doesn't Durkham get bursts in and gets frisked, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, by the by the security. And, and, and Serverline is all oh Serverline is great this great little thing saying, Are you sure about that? In because someone's yeah. just got any information from someone. Did you know where did you know Oh yeah, yeah trying not to kill him. Try yeah. not to kill this one. Because yeah, get... basically she's getting information she's from people interrogating by everybody. Yeah. yeah. And so Durkham turns up and uh, gets frisked by two guards. And he says, I find that just a little distracting or unnerving. Or <laughs> I like Durkham. I he's, really he's the like master him. of the understatement, isn't he? Yeah. He's really good. Um, and he's like, I, I'm not allowed to leave. I've, you know, I've got to go to a meeting of the High Council and it's a presidential order and I've mm. got to go. And, and Serverland basically says, well, no, too bad. You can't go. And um, we've, we've, um, we've, we've taken control and basically don't, we don't recognise no the authority recognize. of the president anymore. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you see him this slowly dawn on him and she's like, now quick, tell me what's going on. We're wasting time. He's like, I can't even begin to guess where Star One is. You know, it's just too hard. Um, I suggest you try harder. I might suspect you're part of a plot. Mm, it's and all he's very. Like, oh, okay. Sort of, you can see him sort of slowly working all of this out. And so she's like, "Get back!" And then she says, "Oh, here's this chick. Look at this chick. A picture. And of... Do you know her? And it's a picture of a lady. And he obviously does know and her. He does know her. This is where the timing problem comes in. Remember, we were talking about this the other yeah, day. Yeah, because Star One was set up thirty years ago. Yeah, and she and looks she's 20. not a day over thirty for sure. And also, she's meant to have known what's his face, Durkham as well. Durkham. Who's, who's in his thirties at the, the, the early forties. Yeah, and so um, they, she would have had to have been an embryo, and he would have had to be a teenager, which I'm pretty um, sure is against the law. Mm. Um, for a number of reasons. And uh, anyway, so but then again, they may have shipped everybody out to Star One later on. Yeah, I don't know, but, but, but nobody knows where it is. So mm. how can they actually? Anyway, so yeah. But anyway, the the, the upshot of this is that L- Lorena, the woman that um that Durkham is obviously interested in, he does a very good job of that reaction. Her name's Lorena, I think, I think. and he's like, oh what? Yeah, sure I had the hots for her. Yeah, she's like, we were acquainted, and Servine says, oh, you were more than just acquainted. <laughs> yeah. So um. But anyway, she's and Servine drops the bombshell that that Lorena is on Star One, yeah. and um. Durkham is understandably a bit appalled he's a, he's by a, this. He says, unmanned, and she says, oh, but I'll... That's appalling. Inspiring, surely. In the best tradition of selfless devotion to the Federation. And, um, um, but anyway, so she's trying to motivate Durkham to find Star One by putting this up there because she knows that he's got the hots for Lorena. Um, and as he sort of goes, okay, well, I'll double my efforts to find it. And then he sort of turns around on his way out and gives his personal loyalty yeah. to Serverland and he calls her Madam President. Yeah. yeah. And she sort of watches him go and then has a steely look in her eye and says, I will not be president of a ruined empire. Yeah. yeah. Dramatic Which, irony there. Well, yeah, spoilers. Oh, no, it comes to Durkin. Her, that's right. Look, no, Durkin's girlfriend, Lorena. Yeah. It sort of face and then it sort of fades to her actual face in a scene, in a, in a, on a set, in a scene. Yeah. And she's on Star One and, and she's she, chatting to an old, um, an old alien. Spoiler. Dr. Snuggles looking guy. Dr. Snuggles. Build us a clever machine. Dr. Snuggles. <laughs> I know who Dr. Snuggles is. Dr. Snuggles, build us a clever machine. I'll put the drop in. Have you never seen Dr. Snuggles? No. We used to watch it when we were kids. I do not remember. Oh, man. I've got to find you the... I'll find it for you and I'll okay. show it to you after. Well, yeah, Dr. He looks like Dr. Snuggles anyway. Okay, cool. Um, and um, she, she's being all suspicious of him because he's doing something with um, 
Why are you using a laser probe? And he's like, I, you know, I checked that at circuit an hour ago. And he's like, I know that's why I'm checking it again. So it turns out that he's 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 pretending. Well, it's double. They're gaslighting her. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're basically telling her that she's um, unstable and she can no longer be trusted. Um, and um, and she is starting to freak out because she knows something's wrong. Yeah, and she's um being conditioned to freak out if things go wrong. Yeah, um, yeah, because that's what um. Serverland says before, oh, nobody could um, reveal the location of Star One without going obviously insane. Yes, that's right. Because, um, so, yeah. because they've been conditioned to not to keep it a secret. Yeah. So she is going a bit mad, um, even though, yeah, because she knows something's going wrong. Yeah. Um, and then we go back. To, this is just a little, little, little. It's a little snippet to make us suspicious of the whole situation on Star One at the moment. And um, we go cut back to the Liberator, and they they can see Star One now. And it's a small. An isolated star, planet. An isolated planet orbiting a dying star. Yeah. Which I'm not sure would even happen. I don't know. I think, I mean. Can all astrophysicists out there just please, us, please yeah. write in. Tell us, tell us a lot. Because I am quite interested please in this. How, how likely is it that, that there would be a star that far out? How likely is it that it would have a planetary system? I mean, we don't know. I know for a fact we don't know very much about um, that because it's hard to see planets that far away. But um, I would like to know. I'd like to know. Um, I'd like to know too. Yes. So, yeah, and then we cut back to um, Star 1 again and um, I think Lorena runs off at this point, doesn't she? No, they all turn up to talk to her. Oh, that's right, yeah. And she's like, you're all plotting again behind my back and you're all this and that and the other and they're sort of, they try and... um, try and capture her basically yeah and she runs and then she runs off and, and then they have a little brief discussion um dr snuggles and some other guy about how um if we could revert to ourselves one of them says and the guy says no you can't no, she'll freak out she'll, she'll freak, freak out, out if we revert to but ourselves that's not the real reason the real reason they can't revert to themselves and this is where we work out that they're aliens impersonating humans the real reason they can't revert to themselves is because they need to use human actors yeah, <laughs> yes and the, 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 the alternative don't... wouldn't be very conversational yeah, yes we'll find right. that out in a bit though um and so she runs off. And she runs off and of, she, she, she has a gun and she accidentally, she shoots one of them and she gets all upset about shooting them. As she shoots them though, you get this sort of green light. light. She's, she's all apologetic. Oh, I'm so sorry. And, and, then, and then she sort of looks at this thing. You don't see what she's looking at. And she, she freaks out even more and runs yeah. away again. Um, and so yeah. she's sort of an alien. And then she hides, doesn't she? Isn't this, isn't this where she hides in a freezer? In a no, no, not yet. No, no, yeah. yeah. And then we get back to the Liberator and they find the, the planet and they're scanning the um, thing and... And and uh, Blake's like, can you find a heat source or something? Can you find a door? Marked entrance, please. Mark, preferably my marked entrance. <laughs> That's cute. So and and Callie's, Callie's still reactions it's, to this is so good. Raise eyebrows. Yeah, it's nice banter. Um, and and then it. we have a big long chat with Avon who's saying, who's done curious things. Um, and it's funny because Avon's all lovey-dovey and friendly again after the whole biz- business before. He's like, yeah, it's like he's got it off his chest. Yeah. And he just wants to get on with it. And Blake doesn't seem to be caring either. So, But um, he talks about the fact that they're at the closest point to Andromeda and out of curiosity's sake, he pointed the sensors out towards Andromeda. That's right. And there's a massive minefield. Like a minefield, yeah. It's a, de- a, detector and, a detector array and minefield out there. And um, the Federation have obviously put this up. And, and like it's... sort of comes to the conclusion, oh, my God, is this keeping us in or keeping something else out? out? And I'm not going to say it's aliens, but it's aliens. I know. <laughs> and this is where a whole bunch of people started to get the poos with Blake 7 because they didn't want – well, I'm not sure if it was Terry Nation, but the whole notion of aliens was not meant to really be part of it. Like it was meant to be just people in space. Yeah. Um, I mean, but the thing is that it's not after this, so – yeah, no, there's no more aliens after this, no, is there? None. Because they beat them. But, yeah, I think that um, 
Anyway, and but also they do refer to aliens now. That, you know, that that planet that they yeah, it's inconsistent. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because there's that planet like that Homo don't sapiens. Wanna, yeah, yeah. Cassi- Cassiopeia and and the, and the fact that they they always refer to Callie as an alien, even though she's not. Yeah. she's just human. She's humanoid. Weird. Yeah. Um, with the weirds, which is what she's I'm going to call the weirds, Yeah, <laughs> Callie's got the weirds. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, oh God, and she doesn't get the weirds whenever she we needed to have the weirds. She just gets the weirds when she's about to be possessed. Well, she gets, and she also gets the weirds when it's relevant for plot reasons. Yeah. Um. Okay. So down we go to we go back to um Star One and Lorena is running around and hiding and stuff, and she tricks them into going out into the surface to look for her and stays inside and, and she hides in a back. cupboard. Yeah. She hides in a cupboard and she turns the light on and turns around and there's all the people who are yeah. outside looking for her. Their dead bodies are all hanging up in here, which, you know, you understand. That means yeah, that the, the aliens, aliens have, have taken on human form. Done body snatching. Um, done a bit of body snatching. And then um, and then we go back to the Liberator. This is a lot of back and forth here. We go back to the Liberator. Callie finds the door and they all get ready to teleport down. They teleport down and... They've got um, bombs because they're going to bomb it That's right, they're going to bomb it. And so Avon and Callie go inside. And when they, when they come inside, um, yeah, uh, Avon sort of... There's something happens and he, and oh, he yeah. hides. Yeah. So he doesn't go in with them. He's sort of covering them going in. Yeah. And then he's about to follow them in and Callie weirds at him. Yeah, yeah. Says Avon, it's trapped trap, because yeah. it's, um, the, the aliens dressed as humans turn up and point guns at Callie and Blake. And Blake just plays it with a really straight bat. Who are yeah. you? And he's like, don't you know? And um, I better, you know, I'm sure somebody's expecting me. And they put their guns away. And, um, then and it turns out through, through a little bit of classically strange dialogue that the aliens are expecting Travis to turn up. Yeah. Cause, um, because they say, what? Well, it's, it's quite funny, actually. I remember when I first saw this and go, huh? Because he says, um, which the first thing out, which, which of your hands is artificial? And it's just like this totally random question out of nowhere and, yeah. and Blake just goes oh this, this one, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good isn't it but I think he works out pretty quickly that he's yeah, meant to be but, Travis but then the next thing he thinks is and what happened to your eye patch he's yeah. like oh you mean I'm meant to be Travis and then you don't see how he gets out of that one I'm wondering if he just says oh, I have my eye fixed up no you don't but, see what his excuse is for that no but anyway they, they apparently buy it that he's um, that he's still Travis Travis and then later on I mean, this is sort of getting ahead but later on they introduce well, they him ask, Kelly to they, another they alien yeah. who's this and he's like she's, she's my, my mother, mother. <laughs> What? I mean, yeah, he's but, just trying to be a dick from jump so that... He and the aliens have like, no fucking idea. So it's like, I mean, it, it, it's it's an interesting tactic and it works, but it's very flimsy. Mm. Um, and and so Callie weirds it. Oh, Avon yeah. To the, stay away that it's a before trap. They, before they go in the door, though, um, Avon sort of pulls Callie aside and says it isn't marked entrance. And she says, well, nobody's perfect. perfect. That's right. <laughs> it's so cute there. And then she weirds Avon, it's a trap, and then he does, he speed minces up the hill yeah. and hides behind uh, in some rocks. And yeah. then he sees, and then a, a ship lands, and it turns out that that's, that's Travis. Travis. So he's only like, is that is they've beat him there by like thirty seconds, thirty or minutes, so. yeah, like t- two minutes. So that was lucky. It was lucky. So um, Avon takes Travis um, hostage, and there's a nice little interchange between those two, um, where he sort of where Travis says, "I thought you're the one, you were meant to be the clever one," and he says, "I've got brains, but no, brains, heart. But no heart." And he threatens to shoot off his arms and legs until he starts talking, yeah, which is kind of nice. Mm. Um, and then uh, they go inside and Lorena unfortunately fucks stuff up for them. By jumping out of the closet. And, and Travis, Travis throws, his throws cloak. a cloak on her. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> and just runs. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, and everyone's like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he teams up with Lorena who... Um, who She's really convincing actually. She's like, no, 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 they're in there, but out there they're still walking around. So she's making absolutely no sense. Yeah. Because she hasn't processed it all yet either, mm. you can tell. 
Um, and then I well, think how did how Kelly ends up finding them somehow? I can't remember. I'm just going through my head. But yeah. it does, an alien turns up and Avon shoots it. Yeah, that's right. And it turns green into green mush on the floor. And she's like, what is it? Who are they? And he's like... What are they? Unfriendly, which is fortunate, really. They'd be difficult to love. Anyway, so they start mincing around the complex. And so at some point they run into Kelly. And um, Kelly, and that means that Kelly and Lorena and um, Avon are together. And Blake is with... Dr. Snuggles and the other aliens. Yeah. Um, and by a, by a sort of process of questioning and stuff like that, we work out that the aliens are deactivating the... Um, Minefield. And they keep on talking about the final act that Blake, that Travis is going to commit, um, which is to deactivate the minefield so that the aliens can come in and invade. Um, and while they're chatting about this, Travis bursts in and just shoots Blake. Blake. I know. Which is cool. I mean, why didn't it's he do that five... Just- Thousand yeah, episodes I ago. Think that's right. Well, and I know I didn't like Blake shoot him as well. Yeah, exactly. But um, it's kind of it's kind of good because it's like only sort of like what a third of the way into the episode and yeah. Blake's shot. Yeah, and he and he looks dead. Yeah, like, he definitely looks dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Travis sort of turns up and says, <laughs> "Doctor Cycles is all, huh? What's going You're on? Travis? You're Travis. I'm Travis." He says. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 good because um, yeah. Then then you sort of find out that that, 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 that Travis is going to perform the final act. Uh, Blake, uh, Callie and Avon and uh, Lorena are running around. Um, I don't know what they're doing. I think they're just... They're, they're putting the mine, the, the um, explosives. Right, they're setting the detonators yeah. for 30 minutes or something. Yeah, and um, they finally get back to the room where Blake was and Travis has just pushed the button to deactivate the first um, section of the, the um, minefield. minefield. Yeah. And Avon just comes in and shoots, shoots him. him. Again, and, it, a nice one again. Just yeah. comes in just, <laughs> and um, it just shoots him and it's done. And But then Travis is sort of on the floor. Yep. And, and they, there's this big sort of well in the middle, which is part of Star Wars. The power one. well, it's yeah. Like, be, yeah, where the power is. And um, they're chatting away. And they go to, they run to Blake and Blake's still alive. Blake's still alive. And, and Blake's like, is he dead? Is he dead? Is Travis dead? And Travis gets up and takes another pot shot, fatal attraction style. Yeah, you know, yeah. Gets out out of the bath. Yeah. <laughs> Um, to try and have another go, and Avon just spins and shoots him, and he falls down the big power well. And he does the big, and, he uh, does the big um, Emperor Palpatine scream as he goes down and dies. <laughs> and um, and Avon just says, "He is now." <laughs> it's cute. And then they all head back up to. The, oh no, they don't yet oh, because no, Blake right. says we can't lock this place because the aliens are invading and they need all the reason. Star One, otherwise yeah. humanity will be destroyed, and we've got mm. to get rid of the charges. And blah, so blah, blah. fucking Blake, Avon's like, oh, for fuck's sake, oh, and they all F- run around. F- <laughs> they run, they run around and get all the the bombs back. Um, and Lorena does the same thing. Um, they get teleported back up to the Liberator. And but Lorena walks towards the Lorena's other only aliens got one with the last one. charge in her hand. Yeah, and she sacrifices and she, herself. She explodes herself. That's, that's like, I actually cry every time that, that scene comes up, I cry. Cause yeah. Lorena, yeah, I, oh. I think because it's, so, it's really noble and lovely. I like Lorena and I miss, I'm miss. i upset. I think she's a really she's good actress And too. a really good character and just, oh, I got really sad. Oh. <laughs> um, anyway, so they teleport back up to the Liberator and... oh. While all this has been going on, by the way, Jenna and Villa have found out that the ships that ships are coming. Yeah, um, Villa so reckons it's a, some meteors, and he's like, "Oh, lots of meteors!" And they're, oh, they're, and they're coming. Down. They're slowing down. <laughs> it's and then he says, "Jenna, let's run for it." It's <laughs> 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 so cute. But Jenna, yeah. what Jenna does instead is um, gets the right to send a message to Space Command saying, "Hey, yeah. we're getting invaded by aliens, and, and you need everybody here." And um, Servalane gets the message and realizes that. 
that they have to send the fleet. Um, yeah, and they do Durkham's do all, oh, should we trust this message? She's like, yes, it's the only one we've got. We've got to go. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they, they mobilise the fleet. And there's a really nice little um, montage of sounds of all the fleet to on their know, way. how long they're going to take to yeah. get there. And some of them are going to take a day, yeah. some of two days, some of five hours, whatever. And they're all yeah. a long way away. It's basically yeah. what, the upside of It's going to be the liberator that Yeah, that it's just the liberator between now. them. And luckily there's only a little bit of the little barrier thing so they can't all come through the gap at once. No, yeah. If they'd all allegedly. managed to come through the gap at once then they would, they would have been screwed. Screwed. But because um, uh, Kelly and Avon and uh, Blake had managed to stop Travis from deactivating the whole thing, um, they can't. Not they, so they, they're, they're, they're squeezed coming through a bottleneck. But it's still just going to be the liberator against this horde of hairy yeah. aliens. But they're not really hairy. Um, well, they they're might green. be hairy. They're green bubble They're wrap. green. But also, I just like how the ships, the alien ships, is just a collection of it's Octonaut's bath toys. Yes, kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of has got this little spinny little thing on the spinny top. Spinny thing on the top, like a colander. There's a few colanders, there's a few bath toys. Um, yeah, they're really um, not very convincing. No, not convincing <laughs> at all. Um, and also, like, yeah, it's, for an alien invasion force, mm. you know, they're all different. Like, they're different shapes, sizes. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Do you think if you and had also a proper... because throughout the. Um, Throughout the conversations we have with the aliens on Star One, you get the impression that they're this like amorphous, like they're like the Borg. They all yeah. think the same, and they all, because they don't yes. do, they don't do treachery or anything like this. They can't do it. They don't understand stuff. Yeah, they're, they're sort of part of a collective. Yeah. yeah, and so why are all their ships different? I mean, like this, anyway. They, I mean, I know, I know the, this, the whole point of these guys isn't. It's not because, yeah, it's not a show about the aliens invading. It's a show about like realizing the error of his ways coming to Star One and destroying it because, you know, humanity needs to be united even if it's united badly. I think is yeah, what the upshot maybe. of this episode is. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and um, his his actions have been divisive um, rather than – I mean, again, it's, it's weird because he's right in a lot of ways but he's also wrong. So, um, that's I mean, that's something that's good about the whole show really. They, they, they do – they're morally ambiguous about yeah. what, what – you should be doing if you're in this sort of situation. But in any case, um, they all telepate back up. Uh, Blake's got a bandage on over, over his like, clothes. Yeah, that's right. He's got like a sort of cast on over his clothes. Mm. Um, it's sort of like a – because it doesn't somebody – yeah, it doesn't – somebody has a broken arm at one point. No, that, no, no, no. No, it's just, it's just Blake. He's just been shot. Oh, no, but uh, no, in another show, somebody has sort of a cast on – oh, no, maybe I'm thinking of different things. Anyway, yes, but it is sort of over him. He looks sort of like – and he looks very pale. They've done a good job with his makeup. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. But anyway, they're, they're getting sorted out to attack and Avon's taking command and Blake's in sick bay. Um, and he sort of, Blake sort of stumbles on to the bridge. And Avon says, fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah, fuck can't you bring it out? Yeah, can't, can't you bring, can't you bring yourself, yourself to, and, and then, to trust me just this once? And yeah. Blake says, for what it's worth, I've always trusted you. And it's like, no, that, that, I mean, again, blatantly wrong. You've never trusted him. Like no. uh, four episodes ago, you were yeah, like, you, he's going to run for it. Yeah, exactly. He's going to run for it. <laughs> Leave him here. But in any case, uh, they go in and there's this nice little montage shot of all their faces as they're about to take on the aliens. And in the background, you can hear all the Federation ships uh, reporting way. in on how long they're going to be. And Avila says, Avon, this is stupid. And yeah. like, and Avon says, when has that ever stopped us? And, yeah. and, and then we cut to end music yeah. as they're about to it's fight. It's a pretty cool cliffhanger. It is. It's a re- I remember seeing it. And it's going, a pretty <gasps> cool Travis demise. It's pretty cool. It's a great, it's an action-packed video. It's video, a good episode. Action-packed. Action um, it is a really cool episode. I really like it. Yeah. So I, I suppose that, that... That's the question. That's it? the question. Do we like this episode? Well, let's talk fashion first. What are they wearing? What are they wearing? Where are they off to? Well, oh. Blake's got his um, 
Fla- he's got a he's got a version of his flappy green leather. Robin Hood in space. Yeah. Um, Callie's wearing green and green, green so suede and leather. She looks really nice. Yeah, actually. I really like that outfit too. Um, Jenna's back in her split pants episode. Uh, um, leather leather suit. Is she? Yep. Far out. So yeah. obviously it wasn't irrevocably destroyed. Rich. No, that's right. Um, Unless they shot the keeper after they shot Star One. I don't know. Um, Travis is not in his wicker weave thing, is he? Yes. He is. He's, he's, he's back in his wicker weave. He's taken the other one off. Okay. I wonder if they did shoot the Keeper and Star One at the same time because I'm sure he has that costume on underneath the, the stuff he was wearing in the Keeper. And he probably just couldn't visit himself out of it. Yeah. They probably did. Yeah, they probably did. Because that means that, that that would mean that they would have done all the bits of Jenna on the Liberator at the same time as they did the other stuff. Yeah. And so maybe that bit where her, her suit rips has actually filmed after all this. Yeah. I need to – I don't think there's – it's not like Star Trek. You haven't got like this – um. A breakdown of exactly how the production went for no. Blake Seven, which I'd quite like to I'd like to look into and see exactly well, they what they did. Have, they do have different directors, though. I mind you, I don't know who directed. Oh, thanks, Doggo, for getting off my knee. Uh, let's have a look. So I don't say here. it never says it never says, it doesn't say in the program guide who directed them. Irritating. Oh well. Um, yeah. So yeah. Fun. Fun. Fun and game. It was really good. I, I I love it. I love this episode a lot. It's tops, and um, it's tops because. Um, it's some good dialogue for the girls. Like Callie has a good, some good things to say. Yeah, Callie's Marina's little dry, sen- dry sense of humour comes out a lot more in this. Yeah, and that's nice. Serverland's great in it too. Oh, Serverland's fantastic. She's awesome in this one, and um, we love Durkham. The only th- the only th- thing that annoys me is the whole alien thing. Like I just I don't I'm not convinced by them by their bath toy ships or their shape shifting. I'm also not convinced that they could possibly have done the um the minefield. No, like as I said, it's it's a minefield that's big enough to block off a, approach for Half a galaxy, another yeah, galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> you just, I mean, you just fly around it. Yeah, yeah, you, you would, would just fly just around fly it, wouldn't around you? It. Unless it's like a massive sort of array, like that, you know. With yeah, anyway. Yeah, it does it just does seem a bit uh, a bit pie in the sky, a bit too? But then again, you know, you've got to accept things for narrative ims sake. Um, yeah. Did you have? Ah, uh, oh, bye bye. I think today's episode, Brian is Megan. Uh, yeah, I'm the Brian. Um, <laughs> she's high as fuck. Um, I think probably my Brian is going to be Travis. Yes. Because of the whole throwing the cloak. Like, you know, what do you do when somebody's pointing a gun at you? You throw a cloak at it, them. It's, it's, reminiscent, it's reminiscent of that bit in um, Voice from the Past where yeah. he just goes, oh. what? What? People, what? what? Like, I've got a cloak. I'm armed with a cloak and I'm not afraid to use it. <laughs> He's pretty funny. Also, I mean, he is. Like, the, the, the great line he delivers right at the end where he says, my only regret is that they'll never know who killed them. Yeah. Because he wants to destroy everyone now. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, he really flipped over the edge into a total psychopath yeah, by the end really there. And that's Serverland's fault. Um, yeah. I mean, it's the Federation's fault by extension. But, yeah, Serverland really does not handle Travis well. Yeah. But nobody's I mean, really living their best life here. Uh, I um, think I think Avon is. Yeah, Avon's So Avon's my Brian for this one. Yeah, because just because just of the... Um, just because of his, he's he's letting it all out. He's letting yeah. he's letting all his hate, his, his resentment and hatred out. Yeah, yeah. And then he has a couple of classic one liners like the, um, they'd be difficult to love and yeah, he is yeah, now yeah, yeah. and it, it is a really yeah. good A one episode and I think he really enjoys it. He's and this he gets, he gets he's got his silver jacket. He's got speed mincing. Oh yeah, he gets to, he gets to threaten to torture Travis. He's, he's just yeah yeah. And he's got this good scene with Lorena too where he tries to um ask her where something in the in Star One is and she's like I can't tell you that. Mm. And and he's like, speak, woman. 
Mm. He comes across a bit, bit of a misogynist. Well, all the time, really. Well, he hates, he, but he, he, he hates everyone. Yeah, he hates everyone. True. It's not like he's he's an equal opportunity yeah. asshole. Yeah, call, call, call. Um, but yes, people went. So I can't tell you that. And then um, I think Callie says she really can't tell you. She's been conditioned. Yes, you know, she really she wants to tell you, but she just can't. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't. He, he to his credit, there he does look pretty disgusted. Like, yeah. Uh, like I think that there's 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 an element of there's an element of Avon and Blake as well, actually, to a certain extent. Um, where they just have lived such privileged lives that they have no idea about what other people have, other to, people have to go through. And and um, Villa points it out to both of them a couple of times. Yeah. That, and, that's, and Gan did as well when yeah, he was yeah. around. Um, Callie is, is a bit of a voice of reason in that regard as well. Yeah. And it's good. I think she's it's good. She's sort of in this liminal space because, one, because she's an alien mm. and, two, because... Um, she's not She's not part of... She was never part of the Federation, no, so she doesn't understand right. how it works. Um Whereas I think, yeah, Callie, Blake and Avon and Jenna all have this sort of upper class ignorance of what exactly happens. Yeah. Because the uh, labour grades. Yeah. And um, I think that, that when, to, and to all of their credits, they all get disgusted progressively as they find out more and more and more about yeah. it. And it, again, in the second, in the next season, you, we've got more of a spray of different personalities. Like Dana is. It, again, an outsider, yeah, and um, Tarrant. Tarrant is coming from the other opposite end, like from from the Federation military perspective. Yeah. Which Did is, you know that he? Well, this is getting ahead of ourselves, but he's tw- he was twenty two. He's a, he was a, he was a baby. I know, and she's nineteen in this as well. Like they're 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 yeah they're. And Dana looks exactly the same now. The actress, does. like just it, just it's amazing. She looks beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't seen any pictures of hey, what's uh, his name? Stephen Pacey. He's been in a couple. He was in a Valander, called Valander. Valander. Old, old man falling asleep in weird places. Yeah, the old man falling asleep in weird places. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what right. that show is. That's all it's about, isn't it? That's <laughs> he, just, that's, that's he gets tired, he falls asleep in a weird place. What's his name, the um, English actor? Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh, no, Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh, that's all he does. He just, yeah, gets... Um, he gets depressed and falls gets asleep. Gets depressed, passes out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently the Swedish version, or the Swedish or the Polish version is better than that. The one, the original. Yeah. It's not, it's not just an old he man falling fall asleep in weird places. Well, um, we're looking out for our Wallander podcast next up. Yeah, Tom, Tom right. Hiddleston's in that for a while too. Who is? The guy who plays Loki in The Avengers. Tom Hiddleston oh, plays. Oh, he is, yeah. yeah, yeah, in the first couple of seasons. Very handsome anyway. man, Tom Hiddleston. He sure is. Yeah. Did you see our mutual friend having photos with him? No. Oh, I'll show you later. <gasps> yep. Fuck. Anyway. Oh, I come. Damn it. Yeah, I know. She's very lucky. Yeah. Very lucky lady. One day. Um, Chris Evans. If I could get a photo with Chris Evans, I'd be happy. I just want to smell his chest. That's not weird at all, guys. Okay. It is weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just yeah. Anyway, um, so, so yeah, it's not very Brian heavy episode. I even was pretty good, Brian. But yeah. um, it's pretty serious, serious stuff. Like it's end of the world serious stuff. Yeah, and um, and yeah, and it ends really really well. And I just I just love I love this episode. And um, spoiler alert: farewell. Blake and Jenna, we don't see them again until much later. We don't don't see Jenna ever again. No. Um, Because, I mean, I I wonder if they actually tried in these last few episodes to give her more to do to try and encourage her to stay. Because the last few episodes have been much better at Jenna Jenna episodes. Mind you, uh, last episode she was just a... um, Yes, true. Concubine. Yeah, they tried to give her more to do, and they were like, "She was a space tramp." So maybe, maybe they did try to give her more to do, and she's, and she's like, like Fuck this no, shit. wrong, wrong, wrong." <laughs> yeah, no, right. when I said no, I'm a smuggler and a mercenary. No, I don't. I'm not a concubine or a prostitute. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think that probably the guys who write the episodes don't know the difference. But there you go. Yeah. Um, so I think that's it. 
Well, we need to talk about what's happening next week. Yes, well, next week. Next week is going to be season three or what is that called? Season, season C. C. Series D, series C. It is. Series C. C. And it's episode one and it's called Aftermath. I wonder what it's the aftermath of. Hmm. Could be the know. aftermath of season one, two. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. The Liberator suffers such severe damage during its attempt to hold off the Andromedan fleet that Zen is forced to shut down life support systems. The crew escape in one-man capsules each ending up on a different planet. Okay, so science problem there right away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because they'd have to move solar systems. Yep. Oh, uh, no, or... well, just, not, you know, people don't get, I mean, okay, so space, the, the Douglas Adams, space is big. So put the really, really fucking big. F- and and the space between planets is huge. And yeah, yeah basically. And so a life support capsule would not make it. To, no. No. So anyway, but that's okay. Um, Avon's capsule lands on Saren. Um, where the tribesmen led by Chell believe the space battle to be a culmination of one of their prophecies, which includes the killing of all survivors. Well, there you go. I didn't realise that. Didn't get that from the episode. Oh, you do. You do? Yeah. Just, it's, yeah. There's, there's a lot of... There's a lot, okay, we can stop there because we don't need more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all land on different planets. That's basically what it comes down to. But, um, yeah, the um, there's a few dodgy things in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's still um, fun, but, yeah, there's some dodgy things. It is things. fun. Um it is fun. There's lots of fun things about it. Mm. So um, I'm looking forward to this one. It's, uh, it's, it's probably one of my faves from season three, actually. Um, there's a couple of really good ones. There's some good ones in season three. Um, some, there's some really bad ones too. There's some utter shit here. <laughs> Look, I haven't seen these ones for so long because I, I, I think you borrowed my um, box set of season C. And never returned it. I never it. returned it. So I yeah. haven't seen these ones for ages. So I'm looking forward to refreshing myself. I'm actually going to have to yeah. sit down and watch them properly. And I've watched quite a few of these and there are some turkeys. But there's also some good ones. Yep. So, yes. Hello, doglets. Um, we better I mean, get going. That's um, it for me. What do we say? Thank you. Housekeeping. Yeah. Yeah. Declare um, fast for our logo. Oh, I'm investigating, by the way. Um, getting some enamel pins done of oh, our logo. Yes. If anyone, and we, we were going to pop that in as a new reward for $10 patrons. Yeah. So um, have I'll, I'll, I'll get the mock-up done and put a, put a, put a picture of one up. Um, and if you're interested, then become a $10 a month patron. And you'll get a pin. Um, I, I've got a, we've got a couple of new patrons this week, so Woo-hoo. I'm going to have to do some mail. I'm going to do your mail day Yay. Um, tomorrow and send out all your cards. Um, and... Thank you for that. If you are interested in becoming a patron, go to class www.patreon.com forward slash forward slash classically awful. Um, you can at me on Twitter at Imogen Rights. And I'm at Megalula. Um, we have a Tumblr, we have a Twitter, but you know just get on there and have a if little you, look if around. You, if you if you fang on into one of the Blake Seven tags on any of social media then we turn up there. Quite yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. We'll, we'll hang out with you. Yeah. And also there's a Facebook um, fan group for Blake 7, which is really nice and welcome. Yeah, they're a really nice group, bunch yeah. of people. Yeah, um, shout out to them, Blake, like Blake 7 fans it's on a Facebook. big fan group, like yeah. three or 4,000 members. So yeah, if, if you're looking 1, to yeah. um, connect with Blake 7 fans or just chat, then that's a good place to go. Um, we can do a splinter group at some point, maybe. Maybe. Super duper nerds. If we, get, if we get more than three listeners, then Yay, yeah, hi that. listener. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's always real. And thanks for Jeff Love's big disco sound. I did it. She did it right. Maybe you just need to be high in order to do it. I did it. Yeah, so I'll play some clean. I remembered. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, rap on season two. It's a done. It's yeah. a wrap. Next episode, season deal. three. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it's going so fast. I know. We're going to get to the end of the year. Well, well, I've got a few ideas of what we're going to do when when we finish. Oh, I've got so lots good. of ideas. Yeah, yeah, we've got lots of things planned. Okie dokes. It's be a hoot. We'll see you all okay. next week. Bye. Bye.